Welcome to Content Breaker. Featuring Static Dreads, Kaiju Kells, Strangely Entertaining, and Zogbert. Today's episode is Straight Out of Nowhere Scooby Doo Meets Courage the Cowardly Dog. Hello, welcome to Content Breaker. How are you gentlemen doing today? I'm straight out of care about oh, no. this. <laughs> I'm just know. kidding. It's, you, I'm drinking Snoop Dogg wine, man. Wine? Snoop Dogg wine. Hell yeah. <laughs> Them- I'm jealous. Thematic, Wait, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, I was like, that's your thematic element this part. You're being hydrated. Yes. <laughs> me, me too. But, oh uh, my goodness. Yes, thematically, because this uh, this episode we're talking about straight out of nowhere, Scooby Doo exclamation point meets Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> Did you have to add exclamation point because the title's dumb. <laughs> it is a little dumb. I. It's a play on a movie that came out way before this. I think it's a play on a meme that's like two it's, years old at this it's point. It's the meme, but it's the meme is based the off yeah. the movie. So you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, but no, if it wasn't for the meme, there was no way that this title would be it. That's fair. That's that's facts. Gosh. So, um, Kel, no, Strange, nope, tell, us, tell us it's what we're doing. Them. Like, tell us about well, it. Well, we all, well, most of us watched the Straight Out of Nowhere movie where it was like, I think last year we did talk about, like, what if Courage and Scooby-Doo had a crossover and we got our answer, I believe. It was sometime Ooh. last month. It Who didn't out. watch the movie? I don't know, but like, <laughs> I need them to bring dedication to this product, man. Like, who was out here not watching movies? <laughs> Must be strange. No, it wasn't me. I watched it. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely the guy who brought this movie to our attention. Yeah, I thought that was you, Zog, the whole time. And and he's got it on DVD. We can't give him shit. He committed. (laughs) Uh, I I know I did. did. Yeah, I know I did. So like, I watched the movie. uh, You lying, son of a bitch. (laughs) Anyway, my mom is a nice lady, Zog, and I'm gonna tell her that you said that. (laughs) Be like, Mama, he isn't your son. Mm -mm. We just he was son of a bitch. (laughs) He was your favorite. She's gonna feel betrayed. She's gonna be on some like seven days and seven nights stuff. You know. Anyways. This movie, right. the the team up that no one, I guess us, we what? asked for this. <laughs> we I'm not, we, I'm asked we specifically it. asked for <laughs> this. And we got it. And, and we very, did not know what we were going to get. It, I, it's definitely something I, I did want to bring this up. This should have happened like years ago. This when, definitely felt like an early 2000s movie. <laughs> when when Courage the Cowley Dog was at its like peak, that's when this should have happened and i don't know why it just happened now it came literally out of nostalgia money money but like (laughs) it felt like i was watching power rangers like back in the day when they would team up you know like i'd just be like why but hey it's cool you know it's like why are the ninja turtles here i don't know but like whatever it's fun to watch why are the Beetleborgs in Power Rangers? I don't know. I don't know. Because they're part of the Machine dragon? Army. <laughs> yeah, because the final Red Forever needed villains, and that's why they were there. Final? What? Because so that was movie, supposed to be the end of Power Rangers. No, it wasn't. This movie is entirely a plot that is formed around the need mm-hmm. to have X amount of characters 
on screen and in the in the script entirely. It like was, the plot of the show does not fucking matter. It's no, it another courage episode not. where we get to like relive all of the stuff. But we get to see Scooby Doo hijinks. We get to see Courage the Cowardly Dog hijinks, and we get to see all of our favorite characters. Yeah, uh, kind of sort of. Literally, all the tropes from each episode were present in this. <laughs> like the whole doorway gag, hallway running around scene, them them changing into costumes, and Courage joins in. I thought that was adorable. Like, oh, it's <laughs> Courage in a mustache. It's funny. Um, yeah, I, I did, did actually like- laugh out loud several times during this. I did really like the blend of like the scoop, the whole Scooby-Doo uh, formula, the idea of it, these kids going around solving mysteries and everything blending well with the insanity that just is nowhere in Curse the Cowardly Dog. And it's like, why is this all happening? Plot wise, we'll come I up really with a reason later. I really felt like this was like the season finale for Courage the Cowardly Dog, but they just threw in Scooby-Doo just for like, for whatever Ex- reason. Extra points. Yeah, I don't know. That was, I was like, what? This feels like this was the, they had this, they had this script for the final episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog lying around. And <laughs> just oh, it, dusted it definitely it off could and, have been that. <laughs> I mean, the opening credits when they show the studio and everything. Mm-hmm. That was a really old Warner Brothers thing with Daffy Duck coming out and just doing Daffy Duck things. They did haven't used that one in years. Like, I want to say almost a decade, I think. So, like, I feel like this was maybe this in my mind. Like, I'm like, maybe this was never supposed to come out. But then... Like, you know, maybe this is maybe this is from somewhere in the past and it wasn't supposed to come out. And then they're like, oh, the voice actor for Miriam died. Let's put her final like work into the world. Uh, was that her? I feel Who like, knows? Yeah, that I was feel her. Like you, hmm. We could easily verify this with research. Yes. Uh, but who has time for that? <laughs> We should. <laughs> we should have time for that. And that's but. why I said it was a I feel statement instead of this is what happened. I'm like, I feel We're professionals, goddammit. <laughs> I would say if I Are literally wanted we? to. Yes, I am. It says it on. This is on my resume, man. This is on my job resume. So we better be Didn't Didn't watch Straight Out of Nowhere for the podcast <laughs> on Monday evening. Um, yes. The specific episode. <laughs> yes. But let's let's kind of, I guess, talk about the plot right quick, just we for the can, sake of doing it. Just for the sake of doing it. We get they shipped off on a mission to nowhere after well, Scooby Doo yes. runs off in a like a trance. And total side note, I love that this moment is when they introduced that like courage music that 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 to be like a major hypnotism plot point for both dogs was like oh this is how i know we're going to introduce courage all right yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. it was like oh i was wondering no that that was a very nice touch there this whole episode or this whole movie sorry i should say it was just filled with tiny easter eggs a lot of them Pointed towards Courage the Cowardly Dog. Not not so much the Mystery Gang. Uh, oh. I mean, they were there. It just they seems were, like you took the Mystery Gang, put them in Courage's world, and then... Well, that's the thing. That's the Mystery Gang travels all over the place anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
when you have those little touches and everything, you want to use the setting for as best it can go. Since the setting changes for the Scooby gang, all of their little touches are going to be character wise and how they would interact in that environment. Certainly. It feels like at least for the majority of this show later on, we get a lot more courage. Um, But for Mm -hmm. the, at least for the first portion, it does feel like Scooby-Doo tours the courage universe. Which I actually didn't mind. I honestly thought overall that was a nice balance they struck between like the Courage characters and the Mr. Gang characters. I don't know. Overall, I I had a fun time watching the whole thing. Um, Oh, yeah. I I definitely enjoyed watching it. Now, how we got to point points of plot was definitely very cartoony and it made me laugh like they got the letter from the mayor or whatever. It didn't even have an address, but like, all right, let's go. Where do you go? Where do you go? Why? Where you? (laughs) Now, random car chase straight out of uh, Fast and the Furious. Go. That what really was? I I was so mad at that. (laughs) (laughs) Like cars just flipping all over the place. We're just. Oh, don't worry. I got you. We'll make it. Boop 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 boop. Yeah. Jet booster. Let's use the jet boost. We have a jet boost. Yeah. When you were putting the decals on the car, I added it. Oh, you need a grappling hook and an anchor? Don't worry, fam. We got you. We, I installed what it. the fuck is this? Oh, I like to be fair, the, the most out of character, th- the weirdest thing about all of that is that Daphne's the one who put that stuff on the car. Not really, because yeah. she's strong. But Kai, what are you talking about? I was going to say, I liked how the movie blended elements of both like Scooby-Doo and Courage Scourly Dog. I felt like it was a good mix. And I feel like a really good example of that was at the end with a big reveal of the Cicada Queen. How it was like, yeah, you know, oh, it's just a random guy. But who is this person? And then it's like, boom, it's the Quack and Cass. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's Mystery Inc. Oh, it's Real Monsters, Courage. No, it's Mystery Inc. No, it's Back to Courage. It was I, like a cake. Personally, I was kind of mad that it wasn't some random only movie like character yeah because that would have made the plot matter but by making it just look quack and cats it's like oh of course i saw this coming this shit. 40 well, minutes ago but like, you oh, know that, what that explains the. i giant saw this cicadas. coming when they showed the statues yeah i was like oh that explains the giant cicadas that explains like the whole no it doesn't yes, why, it cicadas? why cicadas why cicadas cats, cats. Remember, he had okay. the giant spiders in that one episode. He, so he, he has was access to bugs. All about the bugs. I don't know. <laughs> that requires part, well, a lot of prior knowledge if you had yes. not watched. Yeah. I would not suggest this. this movie to anyone who has not watched <laughs> Courage the Cowardly Dog because, like, if they had only watched Scooby Doo, I would not suggest this to them. I'd be like, no, you need to go watch the entirety of Courage the Cowardly Dog, several references. Maybe not the entirety, but just like two or three episodes. At least Dr. Mole's World. Watch that one. It's Dr. Mole's World. Nope. I don't oh, even, that reminds me, though. The most what the fuck moment in this movie was when Eustace just starts rapping. Okay, yes. Yes. Let, okay. Just, that no, one threw this, me for a loop. This I can definitely blame on like corporate. We need to include some kind of rap thing that was like, you know, yeah. for like the one period during the entire 2000s or whatever. There was always some kind of rap segment in every single kids thing. I'm going to 
blame someone on uh, the executive board for putting that in. It was yeah. weird, but it was also kind of storytelling. I don't know. It, it was also filled with a bunch of Easter eggs and stuff like that. Or he was he was talking about stuff that had happened during the. I don't know. It was weird. It's also where you get the title of the movie. <laughs> yes. And I was like, this is how we get the title of our movie. Why? This. It no. was, it was no, just, yeah, I, I no. was like, this could have been left out and everything would have been okay, but I, you could have, yeah, you, you could have hard focused, it. you could have hard focused a courage and Scooby movie and not had to make this filler bullshit no. and like detract oh, yeah. from my excitement of this shit based on <laughs> the title and this one scene of like, cause we get Eustace is, is greedy. Okay. Yeah. That's a character <laughs> trait. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, He's such a greedy asshole. Have, Even the mystery game's just like, he's a fool. <laughs> you could have made him a cool rapper dude to try to get along with the hoodlum teens of the mystery machine because he doesn't clearly know. Like, you could have made that a thing without giving a whole, him a whole ass rap section. <laughs> and then not even, like, making it matter to the like the whole team until the fucking end of the movie when he walks out naked and is like, where's all my money? <laughs> Like, you could have had that come into play. Like, yeah. going, what the fuck is going on? You're oh, missing one huge thing. They have to appeal to the urban audience. So to do that, Shit, you're right. you could either do something meaningful and profound, or you could rap. So You could have a crotchety old white dude <laughs> from the middle of nowhere. He had wow. a baseball cap With kind on. of a hick accent. Yes. <laughs> and no teeth. <laughs> yeah. This was for the culture. Yeah, yeah, when he bites into the bread and there's teeth marks, when he clearly doesn't have like his top I set of teeth. Always thought Eustace was one of the most disgusting cartoon creatures, just because. Well, yes, for good reason. Yeah, oh, there was yeah. a monster driving that truck. No, call him Eustace. That was funny. He'd call that him was Eustace. Really funny. That, that is great. Muriel is the goat in this movie. <laughs> she has some of the best lines. Yes, and she, when she's like, why don't you take the dogs in the truck and I'll go hang out with the random bunch of teens. <laughs> Muriel, Muriel's a real one. All right, uh, uh, A bunch of riddle solvers. It's great. Always a sweet lady. Always it a was, sweet lady. Again, I, mean, I did laugh several times during this. I gotta ask y'all something. Okay. So since this is a Scooby-Doo movie and a Courage movie, how would you all rank this on the scale of Scooby-Doo movies? Like anywhere well, <laughs> from Zombie Island to the Kiss special, which is at <laughs> the bottom. Of I thought the, list. the one at the bottom was the one that doesn't exist. That being the John Cena movie. That was better than the Kiss special because at really? least. Yes, because at least I hadn't it, actually seen it. <laughs> I hadn't I'm seen either be. of them, but I'm assuming it. I. I watched part of I watched 10 maybe five minutes of the kiss special and they did this bit or like Gene Simmons tongue kept going and it was like really gross. It was like rock and roll. It was like family guy did it first. Yeah, <laughs> just but they didn't take it to where family guy took it. If you know what I mean, because um, it's a kid show. But yeah, no, how is how would you guys rank this upon the like pantheon of Scooby Doo movies? I I've seen enough Scooby Doo movies that I don't even remember them all. 
And the fact that this one is so fresh in my brain because I literally finished watching it before I got on for this podcast. Uh, I'd probably rank it in the upper half, but really give me some time to sit on like, it. It might change. It wasn't, wasn't terrible. Like mm. it wasn't. I didn't like hate myself watching it much like Fate the Wink Saga. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I got to disagree with you, bro. At least Fate the Wink Saga, like at least that jacket. made me feel something. Really? Hate hate is an emotion. <laughs> well, that jacket was fire though. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, it was literally um, fire. Um, I mean, what for? Straight out of nowhere, Scooby Doo meets Courage the Cowardly <laughs> Dog. Uh, being the 36th entry in the direct to video uh, series of Scooby Doo films, at this point, I don't oh. know if there's really a metric. There's the classic period that everyone mm-hmm. always has where we've got, you know, Zombie Island and the one with the Hex Girls, which is go with the Hex Girls again, Australia. Um, yeah, anything, anything with the heck. Uh, but anyways, right. it's Are like right? at, this, mm-hmm. at this point, they're make like the one before this was like Scooby Doo goes to WrestleMania. Like, so at least this one's kind of fun. But at this point, none of it fucking means anything. Actually, it's just, the one before this was Scooby Doo and the sword and the scoob. Are they really? fought dragons? The sword and the scoob. Really? Yes. I haven't caught up. I haven't watched that one. I did. <laughs> so they're doing okay. the Tom and Jerry thing now. Y'all, we did the wrong movie in 2019. They went back to Zombie Island. We got to watch that. You no, don't want to watch that one. No, you don't. You don't want to watch that one. You really don't want to watch you it. You hurting me. You hurt my heart. No. I'm Good. sparing you pain. Pretty much, yeah. Listen to Zog. Don't. Don't do it. He's going to watch it right after this podcast. Don't do it. Just Yo, don't do it. Hey, um, at this point, it's his fault. <laughs> I'm not going to watch love, it. I love the scene where Courage's computer <laughs> oh, <yeah>. and Velma's, <laughs> tablet. Velma's tablet are like computer flirting mm-hmm. and like, hmm, would you like to share a download? <laughs> it's like, Can, well, this is like, a weird ship. <laughs> no, I, I totally saw it happening, but I still laughed at it, even though I... Not, I'm not bragging or anything, but I saw him like, I'm gonna plug it up to the computer, and because the computer's like semi sentient, it's gonna start. Both of them were. It was yeah, wonderful. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I also, mean, basically, all of the jokes you see coming in this, they don't hide them very well, but they don't really need to. <laughs> They're basically making this for like ten year olds. <laughs> uh, like the one with the phone. It's they keep referring to this audio self help book. That Scooby and Shaggy are trying to get used to get uh, braver mm-hmm. and chaos all around them. They're just like, what does it say? What does it say? It's like, are you surrounded by monster furniture? <laughs> I can't help you. I'm out. <laughs> but the phone comes alive at that point, grows arms and legs and literally just jumps back in his pocket. There's always a little twist to it that you don't really expect. Lord, but you this see it was- coming from a mile away. I was kind of hoping that the uh, self-help app would, like, be part of the villain. <laughs> I was actually but wanting that, too. I was like, this has to be. That would have been good. But it, because, it like, we, we, like, it was right at that moment where it's like, are you being attract, attacked by mutant furniture? And they're like, yes. And it's like, 
hmm, <laughs> the app is spying on them. But no. 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 I was half expecting it to. Also, I can't hear new, Velma's new voice without hearing Webby from uh, DuckTales. DuckTales, yeah. I was like, Webby, wait a minute. It's Velma. No, it's Webby. I'm, wait. I'm, it's Webby. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, the entire movie, I was trying to place where I've heard her voice before. Literally, it wasn't I, I, It wasn't until the end where I was just like, wait, that's Webby. We need to cover that series one day. It's fun time. Well, if y'all would put things on the list and then actually, actually, uh, actually. But no, I agree with you, too, sir. Kells, that... The main problem with this was it didn't have hex girls. Like, mm-hmm. it's if the hundred percent hex girls showed up. This would have been the, the takeaway. <laughs> like literally, I guarantee you, because I believe I saw once on the list that Witch's Ghost was rated right under Zombie Island in terms of like the Scooby Doo movies. It and, came out right after Zombie Island, but it was also yes, it did. These are facts. Really, I thought it was the fourth one. No, it was the second one. Everybody forgets that. It's that, then Alien Invaders, then Cyber Chase, then the Chupacabra. No, no. Vampire, then Chupacabra. Um, anyway, back to what I was saying. <laughs> that the witch, this ghost, is number two because of the hex grows. And that song was a banger. And I ain't gonna lie to you. The only thing I remember from The Legend of the Vampire is that they were in Australia and the hex grows. Yep. And... That's what I care about. So yep. if this had the hex girls in it, we would have got some more love romance triangle stuff between Freddie, Daphne, and black-haired hex girl, his best girl. And then <laughs> we would have got like Scooby and his relationship with the drummer, which is confirmed because it happened. It wasn't Scooby Doo. Scooby? Zero. Shaggy and his relationship <laughs> with drummer girl because it was confirmed. Oh. And what's new Scooby Doo? I mean, I mean. Look, man, Shaggy and Scooby are a weird tag team. We're not, we're not going there, man. You were the one that went there, though. You were the one that got the car, put it in the GPS, and I'm like, nah, man, nah, man. We're taking Eustace's truck right off this fucking cliff. (laughs) I'm sure it'll be fine. This time, I want to be in the truck when it goes boom. But I believe that the Hex Girls would have fixed ninety percent of the problems with this movie. Probably. But hey, speaking of Hex Girls, though, that soundtrack. I mean, besides Eustace's rap. Other than that, what about the soundtrack, though? Needed more Hex Girls. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, all right, I then. Enjoyed, I, I enjoyed that one song from the Courage soundtrack about, like, the dancing hypnotism. That was a pretty, like, ingenious <laughs> way to bring that in. Kind of introduce dun, that dun, to dun, Courage dun, fans. Dun, dun, um... Dun, dun. It was other than that, like incredibly fitting. Nothing stuck out weird. Like when yeah. the the intro, the intro and the intro was whatever. The yeah. one song that played when they were finding the fucking like meteorite was weird and kind of out of place for like a musical set piece. <laughs> but yeah. just because the music. Like, I that, don't mind having a musical set piece. It was just a weird song. Yeah, no, the yeah. whole that whole scene was trippy, but I think maybe that was the point. But I don't also want to give them that much credit for that. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I, I do think that was the point because they established that the meteorites made of dark. Uh, what was it? Dark matter. Yeah, dark anti-matter, matter. Which yeah. And was, it has <laughs> it's unstable. It has weird <laughs> effects on things. 
So they're passing this thing around like it's a fucking <laughs> basketball and s- turning people into random shit. Which is cool. There's a bunch, you know, there's a bunch of fun stuff like when uh, Daphne turns into a fucking like Mario character. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tell us like, full on eight bit and everything. Yeah. But then, like, later on in the show, it's fucking, like, this meteorite turns it into Kaiju Big Battle. Like, okay. I was like, yeah. so we go and from then Fast you just and Furious to Kaiju Battles. Oh, <laughs> I gotta say, the ending, though, was actually really funny when uh, they're just using it as a disco ball. Mm. And the j- random general <laughs> who shows up and the lieutenant is just like, this is way better than what we were going to use it for. Yeah, was we were just really going to turn funny. it into a weapon. I don't care. I love those two. I love those two. I was so happy when they came on screen. I was like, yes, they didn't make it, but they're here. They were in disguise the whole time. They always somehow make it. I like the risky business. The risky business cameo with Eustace in his underwear. (laughs) Okay. My bad, but what? Yeah. Yeah, The top of the stairs when he did the the end. Yeah. Let's talk about the end of the movie. Where he's just wrapped I, in the towel. I, I, I yeah, that, one flew, <laughs> that one must have flew over my head because Tom Cruise, know. risky business. Y'all never saw that movie. Where no. he's at home and it's under my whole ass is watching Scooby Doo. You think I've seen <laughs> fucking risky business featuring Tom Cruise? That I mean it came out it's a cl- it's called classic. I figure at least Zog, who's a movie buff, would have seen risky business. Like this. I'm gonna be honest. I don't really care for Tom Cruise movies, so it's fair. No one really does. I probably it's haven't fair. watched it. Unless it's Top Gun or Mission Impossible, a lot of people don't even know. Oh Tom my Cruise god! Can movie. that second one come out just so I stop seeing the trailers? No, I'm tired of that trailer. <laughs> got delayed another year. You'll have to watch it again eight times. Then take the trailer away for a year. I'm tired of it. No. See you You're in Spider-Man: on. Homecoming. You're going to watch this trailer for the next like 18 months. Every movie that comes on, it's just going to have, hey, by the way, next time you hear a jet engine, Top Gun 2, you're also going to hear Tom Cruise whisper. Coming soon. Oh my God, someone shoot me. (laughs) (laughs) 20 bucks is 20 Uh, bucks. So, you know, as long as the cash app comes through, I see none. I'm blaming all strange. But, okay, sure. Yeah, no, I mean, like, also, I know I said it earlier, but, like, shout out on this movie being dedicated to Thea Hunt, or uh, I don't want to disrespect her name, Thea White, my bad, who yeah. was the voice actor for Muriel. Um, this was her final role before she died. Uh, she died a month before it came out, so they dedicated the movie to her. Um, oh. Big, huge part of my childhood, you know, Muriel's voice. That mm-hmm. The only grandma character I can really recall in Western animation, besides that weird grandma from Chowder, it was weird. How dare yeah, I, I thought you were gonna say Sugar Mama from the. Oh, yeah. oh my God! No, what is the matter <laughs> with me? I'm like, what do you mean Sugar Mama what is, is weird? Matter with <laughs> no Sugar Mama, of course, always like. Oh my gosh, I was so fixated on Cartoon Network, I didn't even go anywhere oh, else. But yeah, no, I totally laugh at it. No, like, like weird white grandmas. Yeah, I never had a white to- grandma. So I don't. <laughs> yeah. I know what it's like. Mur- but- Muriel is pretty much the greatest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Thea White. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Hey, did you know? What? About the working title of this movie? No, I did not. What it, What was it? All right. It's Scooby-Doo and Courage the Cowardly Dog. That's it. 
I'm blown away. Should have fucking kept the working title. <laughs> yeah, blown away. Oh my god. Yeah, the working title was a Sorry. lot better than what they came up with. It was kind of yeah, yeah. Keep cute. it, keep it fucking it's simple, self-explanatory. It, uh, Not straight out of nowhere, Scooby Doo and Curse the Cowboy Dog. Yeah, this is this was kind of eh. I mean, this, yeah. Now overall, I, w- I would say don't go out of your way to look for it. Um, you did. But if you find it in a bargain bin. <laughs> yeah. If you- Very specifically, if you want to go through the vast works of Thea White, <laughs> her like Desire- filmography. Yeah, filmography. As like the last work that she did in the role of Muriel Bag, she gets a lot of screen time. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of fun to watch her interact with with the, the crazy mis- teens. Yeah, with the uh with the the Scooby Doo gang. And watch her interact with like all of them. It's kind of fun. Um uh, other than that, I mean I don't I, do again, it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I, I didn't hate I didn't it. hate my time with it. I again would say just don't go out of your way for it. Uh if you're a fan of Courage the Cowardly Dog, this movie's more for you. If you are a fan of Scooby Doo, more um more so the newer gang. I guess the like the new iteration of the gang, probably nope. not. Probably not. Mm. I wouldn't. OG uh, iteration is the best iteration of. I think that's oh, when this should have came out. But. Actually, <laughs> something really cool about actually having the DVD for it. They have three just regular episodes of Scooby Doo, the old OG Scooby Doo, so <laughs> as funny. special features. What episode? Which is going to be the only thing I watch on this DVD ever again. <laughs> what episodes? <laughs> Uh, one of them's about a dog napper, and the other one's a two-parter where he teams up with Dino Mutt from the uh, Blue yeah. Falcon. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Hey, so basically now, the movie Scoob, right? If I remember right, probably better. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now that's one thing about the team. This this iteration of Mystery Incorporated. Um, I really liked that they went with kind of the older style, but like the modern characters. Yeah. Like Vel, like, like um, Daphne is not a damsel in distress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she actually sounds like she has a personality instead of just, hey, I'm the cute one. <laughs> what she is. Yeah, still <laughs> is. And packing the heat with the croquet thing, knocking, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Strong in the Just the fucking Possibly. driver. Not yeah. afraid to get her hands dirty. Yeah. It was kind of weird that, like, he wasn't, I kind of wish it would have been, like, the weird, like, middle ground Fred, where he still has, like, the OG stuff, but he's also, like, the trap dude. Like. I do miss Trap Fred. Trap, trap Fred was, was kind of, like, peak Fred, if I'm being honest. Everybody else's peak was the OG. Well. <laughs> no. No, it's it's got to take them different... traps and they were fun. Oh, oh, they were fun traps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I know, okay. I know okay. which version you're like, talking about, but that I was, was like, all I had. hold on. I was like, hold on. There are there are a number of of definitions I for see. the word trap in this scenario. I see, I see. I see. Either he's dressing as a woman, which is his prerogative, but I've never seen that Fred myself. <laughs> y'all are, y'all are more cultured than me or it's playing into the whole Straight out of nowhere, 
um thing and i'm like i have not seen that fred either but um, trap king fred okay but like the smart intricate planning like setting the things engineer. up to catch the bad guy okay yes, that, that's okay. Fred. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah yeah there was a thank you for the explanation there was a short um two three season series of scooby-doo mm-hmm. where fred was the quote-unquote leader but he was obsessed with traps so oh, why Ve- Velma was the mystery solver, solving everything and putting everything in place. Uh, he was the guy planning it out and engineering the actual like takedown. Yeah, I'm going to run through my favorite iterations of the Scooby-Doo gang. Um, you've got any Scooby because he doesn't really change. Um, I like when he doesn't talk as much. Like I feel like recently yeah. he's been talking too much. They, they have I'm been like, making him talk, talk more. Which like, I gotta I calm down. Um <laughs> I like philosophical Shaggy, philosophical carrying Shaggy. I feel like it's the best Shaggy. Um, independent, strong, yet cute. Um, Daphne is the best. Trap Fred and Slut Velma. Those are oh the primo. Slut Velma. God those, damn. Those are the primo <laughs> Scooby-Doo gang right there. Are you talking 100%. about the Velma from I, I'm going to be honest. The only one I can think Scooby-Doo? you can do for the Velma <laughs> is that one scene from Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. And Bingo. that was one scene. <laughs> that was the scene that started the whole cosplay. These, yes, she's an icon, not because of her objectifying herself, but because <laughs> she objectified her well. Fle- oh, God, God <laughs> her well, her well fleshed character. She's a whole ass person. Yes, smarts and sexuality. Yes, as the human experience Queen. Like, pertains. Queen. Like, yeah, not totally because she objectified herself. Queen. Which gosh. she may have done. And if you're intimidated, man, Queen. screw you. Because you can't solve <laughs> Yeah. She can be hot. Mysteries as and sexy smart. as you can. Yeah. <laughs> her body is her choice. Anyway, so let's move on. Nah, you're on a roll. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. So strange. What else? Anything else. Movie. Yeah, anything, anything else? else? I feel like I, I feel like we've covered this movie we as did. best as we could. That, that's about as good as it's gonna um, get. I feel like we Warner did. Brothers could not have covered this movie better because they didn't. So <laughs> that's that's really honestly about it. Let's go ahead. And yes, wrap this up. Yes. Why did we do this? I don't know. Um, Look, this is the start. We of did this specific- month, and this came out like last month. And it is the thematic thing, and I wanted to check it out because it fits. Okay, okay, because okay. okay. it was See, your call. Okay, that's I what thought I it was just know. so we can get that little rant from Static there about uh, slut Velma. <laughs> yeah, specifically, this whole entire episode was dedicated just for Static to do that. I mean, <laughs> I stand a queen who is comfortable in her sexuality. And if you really want the true answer, I wanted a viral episode to happen. So here we are <laughs> trying to make it happen. Hey, I'm all uh, anyways. A viral episode um, about a straight to DVD movie. Hey, people are we're, curious. We're ending at the 13 to 15 year olds. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would be fuck nice. No. Fuck be nice no. dog. Um, anyways. Yeah, Scooby-Doo. It was a thing. Yay. We did it. Yeah. Um, it. I wouldn't watch this again at all. <laughs> Yeah, no, honestly, honestly, I'm, I guess I'm glad we did it. So now that I know oh, yeah. what a modern Scooby-Doo movie can be like, it uh, wasn't a bad time, but if there was uh, no, yeah. If you haven't watched any of the uh, Scooby-Doo movies that came out between like 2010 to now, 
this is a good one to like give you an idea of what they're like when they're at their best. So if you don't like this one, (laughs) you're not going to like any of the other ones. I guess I just hate the fact that Scooby-Doo is so old that they no longer have like original ideas. So now it's just what other IP can we slap Scooby-Doo on? And make money. I mean, just to keep things alive. I mean, that's what they've been doing with Tom and Jerry for the past like 10, 20 years now. Oh my god. I don't even want to wonder about this thing. Here's what they need to do. Here's what they need to do. 2022, give us Scooby Doo uncovers the secrets of the music industry featuring the Hex Girls, the true (laughs) horrors and atrocities that is happening in the music industry. That right there (laughs) would be amazing, and I will watch it. Just give me a Hex Girls album. (laughs) <laughs> at this point you just you just want the hex girls album look and uncover the scary horrors of the music industry look if we if we wish hard enough just like just like this movie if we wish hard enough we can get a hex girl albums we just have to say it on the episode so it worked I for this it might movie apparently yeah it might happen next year who knows jesus Maybe, probably not. Hear that, Warner Brothers? We got our uh, Courage and Scooby Doo crossover. Give us the Hex Girls album. I'll put a spell on you. Hey, if they sing that song, I I think the lyrics are I'll cast a spell on you. All right. I'm going to get the fuck out of here so you can listen to all the podcasts on uh, all your podcasters. We're talking Spotify, iTunes, Amazon podcast uh, for Content Breaker. Or you can catch us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube as well content breaker too y'all have stuff yes you can find me at static dreads on twitter because twitter will be working unlike <laughs> instagram and facebook so you can find me on twitter working at static dreads with a z you can find me at strangely entertaining on youtube uploading some Sekiro this week always fun we'll be getting back to subnautica later um, catch me on the streaming services as well on Twitch uh, Tuesdays at 7 and literally the day after this podcast come check me out 10am Eastern uh, Central Time on Friday for a Metroid marathon where I'll be playing Metroid Dread all day long proud parent proud parent I word Zog what are we talking about next week well <laughs> unlike the wholesomeness of <laughs> Scooby Doo encourage the cowardly dog. We go on the exact opposite side and talking about <laughs> Opie some <laughs> some very Opie shit. Uh, the edgy anime high school DXD. We've got a really fucked up quarter in front of us, you boys. Degenerates. This is why I joined the podcast. <laughs> well, we'll I guess the next, next one's gonna be fun for high school DXD. It's about demons, right? Yeah, sure. Booby, amongst other things. <laughs> <laughs>